They would have liked the quill pen to work with had they been given a choice. Barbara Brady left the office at lunchtime. At first she needed to do this in order to pick Ella up from school. But even when her daughter was old enough to return accompanied only by a crowd of laughing girls, Barbara continued the routine of working a half day only. Barbara knew that she achieved more in her four and a half hour stint than most others did in a full day and she knew that her employers realised this too. So she was always in the house when Ella returned. It all worked out very well. Ella had somebody at home to provide a glass of milk and shortbread and to listen to her colourful account of the events of the day, this drama and that adventure, also to help her with what homework needed to be done. This system meant that Tim Brady had an orderly house and a good cooked meal to return to when he got back from the investment brokers, where he worked with ever-increasing anxiety over the years. And when he came home every evening at the same time, Ella had a second audience for her marvellous, people-filled stories. And the lines of care would fall gradually from his face as she followed her father round the garden, first as a toddler, then as a leggy schoolgirl. She'd ask questions about the office that her mother would never dare to ask. Did they think well of Daddy at the office? Was he ever going to be in charge? And later, when it was clear to Ella how unhappy her father was, she asked him why he didn't go somewhere else to work. Tim Brady might have left the office where he was so uneasy and gone to another position, but the Bradys weren't people to whom change came easily. They'd taken a long time to commit to marriage and an even longer time to produce Ella. They were nearly forty when she arrived, a different generation from the other parents of young children. But that only deepened their love for her, and their determination that she should have everything that life could possibly give her. They did their basement up as a self-contained flat, and let it to three bank girls in order to make a fund for Ella's education. They never did anything just for themselves. In the beginning, a few heads were shaken about it all. Was there a possibility that they did too much for the child, some people wondered, that they'd spoil her totally? But, as it happened, even those who had forebodings had to agree that all this love and attention did Ella no harm at all. From the start, she seemed able to laugh at herself and everyone else. She grew into a tall, confident girl who was open and friendly and who seemed to love her parents as much as they loved her. Ella kept a photograph album of all the happy events of childhood and wrote captions under the pictures. Daddy and Mum and the chimp at the zoo. Chimp is on left, and would peel with laughter at it every time. Even at the age of thirteen, when other children might have wriggled away from scenes of family life, Ella's blonde head poured over the pictures. Was that the blue dress I wore to Quentin's, she asked. Imagine you remembering that. Her father was delighted. Is it still there, she asked. Very much so. It's got smarter, more expensive, but it's certainly still there and doing well. Oh, she seemed disappointed to hear it had become expensive. Her parents looked at each other. It's a long time since she's been there, Tim. Over half her lifetime, he agreed, and they decided to go to Quentin's on Saturday night. Ella looked at everything with her sharp young eyes. The place looked a lot more luxurious now than the last time. The thick linen napkins had an embroidered cue on them.
The waiters and waitresses wore smart black trousers and white shirts. They knew all about every dish and explained clearly how they were cooked. Brenda Brennan had noticed the girl looking around with interest. She was exactly the teenage daughter that Brenda would have loved to have had. Alert, friendly, laughing with her parents, and grateful for being taken out to a smart place to eat. You didn't always see them like that. Often they were bored and sulky, and she'd tell Patrick later on in the night that possibly they'd been lucky to escape parenthood. But this one was every mother's dream. And her parents didn't look all that young either. The man could be sixty. He was tired and slightly stooped, the mother in her fifties. Lucky people, the Bradys, to have had such a treasure late in their years. What do most people like best to eat? Are there any favourites? The girl asked Brenda when she brought them the menu. Well, a lot of our customers like the way we do fish. We keep it very simple with a sauce on the...